Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Sixth conviction, and it involves one of the highest profile police officers under attack that day. There is now a second announced Republican candidate for president. We'll talk about Nikki Haley's run for the White House with the Washington Post at 510. And an absence from the caps for Alex Ovechkin. Five o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Investigators are still trying to figure out what drove a 43-year-old man to go on a campus rampage at Michigan State University and shoot students. CBS's Roxana Saberi has the latest. The local authorities said that a caller's tip led police to him in Lansing. They recovered a weapon, but they don't have additional information that they can share yet on that weapon. They also say that the gunman did not have a connection to this university. They do not know his motive yet. As the campus police said, everyone wants to know the motive. They are still looking into the suspect's background and history. Investigators are also looking into a note found in the shooter's pocket that involved threats to two schools in Ewing Township, New Jersey, where he did have ties. Schools there were closed today, but the superintendent says there was no threat. Now, as journalists, we've had to report on a lot of these horrifying tragedies, but it's significantly harder when it hits closer to home. And about 60 students at MSU who run the school's paper are struggling. Samaya Overalls, editor-in-chief of the State News, and spoke with our affiliate KNX in Los Angeles. I've finally broken through the shock. I'm processing still. Um, I'm terrified to be on my campus. I haven't really left my newsroom, um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm scared. Those objects the U.S. shot out of the sky recently may have been harmless after all. While the conclusion is not definitive, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre describes the current leading theory. There's strong consideration that these uh, objects are indeed benign. That is what the president ordered shot down last Friday, Saturday and Sunday after the Chinese spy balloon was downed might have had commercial or research purposes. I don't think the president should be embarrassed, right, by uh, the fact that he took action to make sure that our air our airspace, civilian airspace, was safe. So far, no one has claimed ownership of the three objects. The wreckage still hasn't been reached. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. NATO says Russia's long-awaited offensive has started with heavy fighting in eastern Ukraine, and casualties are climbing on both sides. CBS's Charlie Daggett is there. Commanders tell us the front line has only moved a few hundred yards in the past couple of months. In some cases, the soldiers are holding off the Russians using no more than automatic weapons. Next week marks one year since the start of the war. The clock's running down on California Democrat Dianne Feinstein's time in office. CBS's Scott McFarlane. Dianne Feinstein has been a U.S. Senator for more than 30 years, the first woman to chair the Senate Judiciary Committee and the Senate Intelligence Committee, and she was a former mayor of San Francisco. Next year is the final year of her term, and she says it will be the final year for her in the U.S. Senate. Several Democrats are now scrambling to run to succeed her, including House member Adam Schiff. This is CBS News. 503 on WTOP on this Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2023. Still a warm one. We're at 59 in Northwest D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Hillary Howard. Our top local story comes from the district, where a crowd of hundreds gathered at Congressional Cemetery to honor a Metro mechanic who died a hero. 
He was saving lives during an active shooter situation at a metro station. We all wonder if we have it, if we would do the same thing. That question was talked about a lot here. If you saw an active shooter, would you try to wrestle the gun away? It's the very definition of being a hero. That's what Robert Cunningham did at the Potomac Avenue metro station earlier this month, leading to him being shot and killed. Family members, friends, and people from the community gathered here as Cunningham was laid to rest. The idea that some ordinary person would say, I'm going to try to stop this and make a difference was so heartwarming and tragic, and I just felt like I had to be here for the family. At Congressional Cemetery, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. More than 70 people who live in tents in northwest D.C.'s McPherson Square will be forcibly moved tomorrow by the National Park Service. Well, the federal agency says it's happening because of sanitation concerns and criminal activity in the square. Almost no one living in a tent wants to live in a tent. Councilmember Robert White is pushing back against the request by D.C.'s Department of Health and Human Services to clear McPherson Square of unhoused residents during hypothermia season. And we have resources to get them into housing. Then it's our job to connect those dots. But he says there's no place for them to go. The Park Service says after learning of three overdose deaths on the camp and that crowding on the square has made maintaining sanitation, trash removal and access difficult, it agreed to move up the date of the clearing from April 15th. Megan Cloward, WTOP News. Now to the latest guilty plea from a January 6th rioter. A California man admits to using a stun gun to attack a D.C. police officer who was trying to defend the Capitol. 40-year-old Daniel Rodriguez pleaded guilty today to four felony charges, including assaulting a law enforcement officer. After he was arrested two years ago, Rodriguez told FBI agents he drove a stun gun in D.C. police officer Michael Fanone's neck. Fanone told CNN he was desperately fighting for his life. Some guys started getting a hold of my gun, and uh, they were screaming out, um, you know, kill him with his own gun. Um, at that point, you know, it was just like self-preservation. Um, you know, how do I survive this situation? Rodriguez will be sentenced in May. And we have an update on that reported plot to attack Baltimore's power grid. A woman from Catonsville and a man from Orlando, Florida, have now been charged with conspiring to shoot at energy stations in the Baltimore area. Prosecutors say Sarah Beth Clendaniel and neo-Nazi leader Clint Russell plotted the attack to further a racist agenda. Russell and Clendaniel are charged with conspiracy to destroy an energy facility. Police say they stopped the attack in its tracks when they arrested the pair earlier in the month. If convicted, they face a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison each. In other news, a Manassas woman was found stabbed to death this morning. Police have arrested and charged her son. Prince William County Police got a 911 call for a woman who'd been stabbed. They found her outside her apartment on Shallow Creek Loop. She'd been stabbed in the neck. Police learned the suspect was her son. They searched her apartment, but it was empty. A witness saw him walking along train tracks on Bristow Road. At first, he ignored police telling him to stop, but eventually he did. Darian Hunter Wilds is charged with murder and stabbing during a felony in the death of his mother, Jennifer Nicole Marshall. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. After traffic and weather, Donald Trump is no longer the only announced Republican candidate for president. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. We'll have analysis of the new campaign just ahead from the Washington Post. It's 5.07. Embracing agile modernization and practice and culture are critical for federal agencies migrating to cloud. 
Frank Reyes, Cloud Solutions Leader at Maximus, explains the inherent challenge in doing that in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. One of the superpowers that government has is its resiliency. It has to be there regardless of what happens in the world. But the counter to that is change is hard in government. Part of that customer experience is the culture is starting to say we're doing evolution. Change will never stop for us. Federal agencies are looking for new approaches to today's challenges. At Maximus, we are ready and focused on what's ahead, leading with new ideas and emerging trends for government modernization, harnessing advanced technologies and data to drive transformation, creating a total experience for the delivery of citizen services. We are enabling innovation to enhance the efficiency of government to reimagine new possibilities for today. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. Glad you're with us at 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. It is time for traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine, what are you watching? Centerville just watched the crash on 66 West get cleared. All westbound lanes are open, but very slow in the main lanes out of Centerville on 66. No delay in the express lanes with more takers using their easy passes. 395, very slow afternoon with the warmer weather. More traffic and volume delays a little more lengthy from southwest out of Arlington towards Springfield and on 95 southbound into Woodbridge. Dale Boulevard at Cherrydale Drive. The crash westbound traffic is slow and under police direction. In northwest heading for Silver Spring on 16th Street delays toward the D.C. Maryland line at Blair Circle and Colesville Road. Caller says the crash blocks the left side of the circle and traffic squeezes by to the right heading into Maryland on 16th Street. Between the beltways southbound traffic on I-95 bumper to bumper from Baltimore through Elkridge between 100 and 175. The crash remains blocking the right. 295 absorbing a great deal of bailout in addition to 100 between the interstate and parkway northbound on 95 slow out of laurel between 32 and 175 the crash remains on a shoulder as a distraction the northbound lanes are open 270 northbound congestion in gaithersburg but no crashes reported on 270 50 without incident between the beltway and the bay bridge but on the outer loop of the beltway the slowest traffic is in prince george's county because of the crash between 202 and 50 still blocking at least one travel lane on the outer loop. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. To date, this is the sixth warmest winter on record. And with high temperatures today around 60, it was no exception. Throughout the evening hours, expect temperatures in the 50s with overnight lows in the low to mid 40s. The skies become cloudy. Another warm day tomorrow. In fact, warmer than today with highs around 70. Some spotty showers out there early tomorrow morning. And then increasing sunshine with breezy winds later in the day. Rain is looking likely on Thursday with some pockets of moderate to heavy rain in the forecast. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Well, we have a little more cloud cover out there, but man, it is nice. 58 degrees at Fort Belvoir. Hello, Foggy Bottom. You're 56 degrees. It is also 56 degrees in Silver Spring. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 511. And campaign 2024 now on WTOP. Former ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley has unveiled her presidential campaign today, becoming the first challenger to former President Trump in the Republican presidential primary. Even on our worst day, we are blessed to live in America. I was born and raised in South Carolina, so I have seen the very best of our country. 
That's part of Haley's campaign announcement video. She will likely be the only woman in the GOP field. Joining us live, Washington Post national politics reporter Hannah Knowles. Hannah, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. You know, this nomination, well, the nomination, my goodness, this uh, announcement today for the possible nomination really has a big impact on uh, the Republican Party because to the point we just made, there aren't that many women running in for Republican offices, let alone women of color. Yeah, I think we could see Christy Nome um, is another um, Republican who has kind of been making moves to show at least kind of interest in potentially running, but um, it's not clear that she'd actually dive in. Now, is Nikki Haley trying to have it both ways? I mean, she was sort of uh, on the anti-Trump campaign after January 6th, but then pulled back and now she's running for president when she said she wasn't going to challenge Donald Trump. What's going on with her politically? Yeah, I think um, she's definitely walked a tightrope with um, Trump, and she's one of a number of potential candidates, and well, and now one, one declared candidate who, um, you know, they're not really going after um, Trump, but but they're kind of trying to pitch themselves still as as an alternative. And Haley talks a lot about um, a new generation of leadership, and so she's kind of trying to hint, you know, we, we should move on from Trump, but but is not. Um, you know, attacking him directly in any way. So we started asking you a couple of specific questions. Let's pull out a little bit. And why don't you tell us the significance of of this announcement today? Um, So she is the second uh, Republican to officially jump in the race. Um, So so that's a big deal that, um, you know, we definitely have a challenger to Donald Trump who's really not um, what he used to be in terms of the support he can command in the party. and, And he has not cleared the field. Um, But I think we know that this is just one of probably many um, announcements that are going to come in the next uh, few months, potentially. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, because it seems like now that she has become the first that maybe we might just see a cascade of of candidates here coming up. Yeah, I think, you know, I don't know when we're going to see if we're going to see a third person um, jump in. The sense is that a lot of people are kind of biding their time and they don't feel like they're in a rush and you know why make yourself a bigger target for for trump as well by by making it official um so yeah it was definitely an interesting calculation for haley to to be that first person to um jump in i think we could see you know ron DeSantis is one of the really widely anticipated potential contenders and he might not jump in it sounds like until um you know late spring early summer after the florida legislative session wraps up all righty hannah thanks so much for being with us appreciate it Thanks. Washington Post national politics reporter Hannah Knowles. Ovi out for the Capitals tonight. We'll tell you why. George Wallace is next. 514. Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Let's talk about mobile users getting priority over T-Mobile home internet users, shall we? You don't know them. Why should they take your internet? I get it. We're raised to share, but always coming in second, paying to be taken advantage of? No, thank you. With Xfinity, there's only one priority, and that is Y-O-U. So come on, people. Say yes to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash facts. Now through March 21st, new customers can get 400 megabits per second internet. It's all just $30 a month with a two-year rate guarantee and no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile at regular rates. Go to Xfinity.com slash facts. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular internet rates apply.
Actual speeds vary. I was ashamed to smile. My missing and decaying teeth affected my relationships, my career, my self-esteem, and my health. With these implants, I feel like I have my life back. Dr. Golpa's dental implant procedure is a miracle. Thanks to the exclusive technology developed by Dr. Golpa, it is now possible to replace failing teeth or ill-fitting dentures with beautiful permanent teeth in just 24 hours and at half the cost. Go to yourteeth.com to learn more and schedule a consult at our new Tyson's Corner office. That's your teeth. Mixed day on Wall Street, Jeff has the numbers. The Dow lost more than 150 points. Hotels cost more than before the pandemic now. I'm Jeff Glimmer. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. George Wallace is here. George, we referenced Alex Ovechkin being out tonight, but uh, the reason is not quite clear, is it? No, not really, Sean. No, we just know that he has left the team to attend to a family matter, as uh, head coach Peter Laviolette saying, in the health of a loved one. Unclear how long he will be gone and away from the team. It's a critical, critical stretch this week. Two out of the next three games against division-leading uh, Carolina, beginning with tonight and then Saturday in Carolina with that outdoor uh, NHL outdoor stadium series game. Uh, the Florida Panthers come to town in between that. So a critical three-game stretch tonight, uh, beginning with the Capitals without Alex Ovechkin. The Commanders interview former Ravens OC Greg Roman today. The Ravens do have a new offensive coordinator. It's Todd Monken, who leaves Georgia after three years. All he did was win a couple of national championships. The Colts announced the hiring of Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen as the next head coach, and the Eagles also lose defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon to the Cardinals as uh, Arizona's next head coach. The Raiders officially released Derek Carr before owing him $40 million. Wizards head to Portland tonight. George Wallace, WTOB Sports. All righty, thank you, George. We're six weeks into the new year, and many of us may not be living up to our New Year's resolutions. WTOP speaks with an online-based trainer about how to make and meet goals of eating healthier and exercising. You don't have to be extreme. You just have to be consistent. TJ Modes, a coach with Cap Fitness Academy, says being more active will be easier in the coming months with better weather. The hard part is sticking with better eating habits. Fill your refrigerator with the things that you want to eat. It's almost like fake it till you make it. Go grocery shopping after you've eaten so you're not hungry and get all the things that you think that you feel you should be eating. Getting over 7,000 steps a day is great activity and if you want to tackle a bit more strength training don't focus on those bicep curls the amount of muscle that we have and we rely so heavily on our legs to carry us around each and every single day you got to start putting some pressure on those legs luke luker wtop news top stories we're following right now wtop investigators are still sorting out why a man opened fire at michigan state university killing three students and wounding five the gunman killed himself and had a note threatening schools in new jersey the u.s is certain the first object it shot from the sky recently belonged to china but it says the three others could be linked to researchers or commercial interests is ukraine any closer to getting western warplanes in its battles with russia Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. 518. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. No surprise, warm weather. A lot of traffic this afternoon in Maryland on the Beltway. Crashes include one in the local lanes on the outer loop near 210 and another with a long traffic jam leading to it from Andrews into Landover. It's between 202 and 50. And that crash has been blocking a lane or two on the outer loop for a long while, about an hour now. And between the beltways, long southbound delays on 95 from 695 and 195 past Elkridge between 
100 and 175, car versus truck. The right half of the main line was blocked. Traffic very slow to get by in two lanes to the left, southbound toward the Columbia exits. Northbound on 95, slow traffic, Laurel to Columbia, north of 32. The crash remains as a distraction on the right shoulder. A lot of bailout flooding Route 1 and 295 and Route 100 between the parkway and I-95. 270 northbound, slow out of Rockville into Gaithersburg. Rollover crash reported on Old Georgetown Road up above I-270. In Virginia on the Beltway and George Washington Parkway northbound getting there. Very slow traffic. On the 66 westbound lanes through Centerville, it is slow but it's steadier. The crash beyond 28 near 29 is clear. 395 slow both ways through Springfield. Now 95 volume delays from Lorton into Woodbridge. Dale Boulevard westbound slow from 95 toward the remains of a crash at Cherrydale Drive. In the district, slow both ways on 395 between the Potomac and uh, Anacostia as well as on D.C. and Interstate 295. Again, very heavy rush hour traffic this afternoon given the warmer weather. Northbound 16th Street at the Maryland D.C. line at Blair Circle and Colesville Road. You are getting by a crash single file to the right. In the fight against COVID, you've got options for Virginia like boosters to fight variants and treatments. If you're sick, go to vdh.virginia.gov slash coronavirus or call 877-VAX in VA. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Amelia Draper, it is a beautiful Valentine's Day and a rare one. It's a really nice day out there. Our high today at Reagan National was 60 degrees last year, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was definitely a cold one for sure. If you think back, temperatures in the 30s for high. So big difference a year can make. And guys, we continue to warm tomorrow with the high temperature of 70 degrees. Now, we'll have some spotty showers out there tomorrow morning. But the afternoon looking beautiful with breezy winds, increasing sunshine. Now, as we look to Thursday, rain is likely. It moves in during the morning and midday hours and continues for the afternoon and evening hours. Some pockets of more moderate to heavy rain with temperatures in the 60s to near 70. As we look to Friday, some morning showers and then temperatures falling throughout the day. We'll finish off with gusty winds again and temperatures in the 40s and 50s. But to date... This is the sixth warmest winter on record, and looking at how warmth in years past affects cherry blossoms, well, we could be seeing the blossoms out as early as maybe March 20th to the 25th, potentially even a little bit earlier. That's just my prediction based on what I'm seeing so far. Currently, temperatures across the area, 59 degrees in Manassas, 59 up in Damascus, and 56 in Potomac. All right. Thanks, Amelia. All brought to you by Lend the Plumber. Trusted. Same-day service, seven days a week. It's 522. If you've been driving ordinary because you think you can't afford luxury, think again. The luxury vehicle you deserve is waiting for you at Select Auto Imports, a five-star dealer that's been matching D.C. area customers with like-new BMWs, Mercedes, Maseratis, and more for over 30 years. Drive your dream car with no payment for three months. And right now, all premium vehicles up to 33% off of MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia, and at selectautoimports.com. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. Here's Kevin Kelly. Chairman and CEO of Arcfield on the efficiency of model-based systems engineering. Um, Today we use model-based systems engineering, whereas in the past we used to design things sequentially. We have to do things much faster now. We do concurrent engineering. Everybody builds their modules simultaneously, and we have digital models that we input all of that, that data into to make sure that systems are going to interoperate with one another, and we can still control those interfaces so at Artfield, we invest in our, our MBSE or model-based systems engineering infrastructure. It's 
part of our ongoing R&D. We train our people in how to use that, and it, it is a really enabling function that didn't exist 20 or 30 years ago, but it's absolutely critical now to, to hasten the pace of development. That's Kevin Kelly, Chairman and CEO of Arcfield. For more of this conversation, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. You're listening to WTOP News. 523. A historical find on Maryland's eastern shore. It's a home where enslaved people lived on the same farm where abolitionist Harriet Tubman was born. New Governor Wes Moore joined local, state, and federal officials at the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad Visitor Center. That's in Dorchester County, and that's where they announced the discovery. The governor's office says the home is believed to be that of an enslaved overseer. It follows the discovery almost two years ago of the home of Tubman's father, Ben Ross. The governor says the discovery is part of the state's ongoing commitment to preserve the legacy of those who lived there. A man whose family name was taken down with the University of Richmond's law school wants more than a century's worth of money back. Robert C. Smith says his family's endowments in the mid-19th century is now worth $3.6 billion. And because his family is being denigrated, in, he thinks the school owes them that money. The Washington Post reports the former T.C. Williams School of Law was named for Smith's great-great-grandfather, who owned 25 to 40 slaves. Smith is not pleased. He says the school caved to woke activists, and he calls President Kevin Hollick, quote, a carpet-bagging weasel. School had no comment. By the way, this is not the same T.C. Williams that Alexandria City High School was named after. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Without finish the day down 156 points, about a half percent loss. But the S&P 500 index was a little changed at the close. The Nasdaq up 68 points. That was more than a half percent gain. The newest inflation report was a mixed one. Consumer prices jumped a half percent in January, the biggest monthly increase since last fall. Overall, annual inflation was 6.4 percent. That was down for the ninth month in a row. If your summer vacation includes a hotel, you might pay more than you would have before the pandemic. Marriott's average daily room rates last quarter were 13 percent higher than 2019. Hotels are fuller, too. Marriott's total room revenue last quarter was up 28 percent. Southwest Airlines resumes summer schedule at BWI Marshall Airport with 220 daily departures. That's above its pre-pandemic level. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Washington, D.C. BMW Centers. Now through February 20th during the BMW President's Day Sales Event. Lease a 2023 BMW 530i X-Drive sedan for $659 per month. Visit BMWCenters.com today. We've got new details from yesterday's mass shooting at Michigan State University. They're coming up. It is 526. The new D.C. News Now is here. And if you're an early riser, you're going to really like us. We're bringing you your late news a little earlier, 9 p.m. Not too early, not too late. It's just right. With four locations in the DMV, we're covering more ground and telling more of your stories. The news of the day from where you live, like where you really live. We'll see you tonight at 9 for D.C. News Now. Your new choice for news, D.C. News Now. Tonight at 9, check your local listings at dcnewsnow.com. 